There she sits, body just a gleaming in the sun. There to greet a working man when his day is done. I'm gonna pack my pa and I'm gonna pack my aunt. I'm gonna take him down to the Cadillac Ranch. Eldorado fins, white wells, and the skirts. Ride just like a little bit of heaven here on earth. But when I die, throw my body in the back. Drive me to the junkyard in my Cadillac. That's a first for us. It's right. a great track. <laughs> and you were saying off mic that you, uh, you you used to sing these to your kids as oh, nursery rhymes? Yeah, I don't know your lullaby. version? Yeah, I don't know a lullaby. So that, that was my version <laughs> of a lullaby for my kids. Yeah, I think you're going to start something with everybody who's listening. They're going to start there doing you go. That, yeah. all the new tracks. Thanks yeah. so much, Grant, for, awesome. for, for opening up the show that way. Thanks, Manny. Yep. Welcome to our little studio here, The Construction Life, on the show. And uh, it's actually our first show that we're going to talk some, some serious sighting action going cool. on here. That's what we're going to talk about. So, great. Uh, welcome thanks yeah it's great to be here yeah <laughs> i gotta say i'm a little nervous but i'm a little excited about this is something new for but you do this uh, like you've been in the siding business for you know for for a chunk of time now yeah, right? about 20 years now yeah, yeah yeah five five in wood siding and about 15 17 years in in vinyl siding so yeah, yeah i love going to the trade shows and just having a conversation i'm not one of those guys who walk by the aisles and just kind of glance and walk on i actually stop most of the time on every single booth and just start picking their brain because I'm genuinely interested in what's new, what's coming, what's interesting and see if it's applicable to any projects that I've got coming along. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We get a lot of inquiries that way. You know, we do a lot of trade shows, not just, you know, kind of trade focused, but uh, consumer focused as well. And uh, you know, this is a, a product that's not an impulse purchase. I mean, people, when they, you know, when they look at siding, it's a, it's a planned purchase. They, you know, they go through the, all the range of emotions as they're kind of going through this, looking at textures and finishes and, of course, colors. But consumers, when they're looking at this, it's a, it's a, it can be a bit of a journey for them, anywhere from a couple of months to a couple of years, so as in the planning process. Yeah, we're going to have a – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enjoy this conversation. Awesome. I, I just want to say, everybody, that uh, Fraser Wood Siding is here in the studio. Fraser Wood Siding, www.fraserwoodsiding.com. You can find them on IG under Fraser Siding. Also reach out to them at uh, area code 506-736-6990. And also their toll-free number, which is 1-888-457-3898. And you can uh, reach Grant at gcowx at fraserciding.com. Fraser Wood Siding. Fraser Wood Oh, sorry, FraserWoodSiding.com. Yeah. I missed a wood there. FraserWoodSiding.com on his email if you got any questions, because I'm sure you're gonna have a lot of questions here. Yeah, awesome. Um, I love that you started the show talking about, I guess, the commitment of exterior cladding. And I guess it was a lot easier 20 years ago, so to speak, on selection. But now there's such saturation in the in the market, and a lot of people, I guess, can't traditionally go the brick route. Right. So then they're looking at other options going on there. But you guys have a high quality product here. And what I yeah. like about it is that you guys are offering a wide range of different colors. Yeah, absolutely. Not not just colors, but profiles as well. Yeah. You know, and when you look at, uh, you know, this area right now in, in the construction world, um, anyone that's building a house, whether it's a brand new build or a renovation, the the competition is crazy out there. There's so many choices that customers can look at right now, whether it's you know, vinyl siding or, you know, brick or stone, you know, then you look into, you know, some of the other cladding options like, you know, cementitious based products and, uh, you know, other, other, uh, other, other um, high end vinyl products that are out there as well. But, you know, in the wood siding category, you know, we, we try to 
lead the category with the amount of profiles that we've got. We have 17 different profiles. We have an unlimited color selection. So, you know, if customer is looking for, you know, a blue or a white, I mean, there's so many different uh, Pantones within those colors. Someone wants something specific, they just reach out to us and we can do any color under the rainbow, uh, whether it's in our color palette. We use Sherwin-Williams as our, um, our paint supplier. But if they're looking for a product in someone else's color, we can definitely match it. And then we've got, you know, our own proprietary colors as well. So, so I mean, I'm, I'm curious on why you guys, listen, I, I love the colors. I'm not of the mind that it's like a Chantilly Lace World kind of thing, mm. where it's like you're just picking these neutral tones and safe tones. Um, I'm not saying that any of these colors are loud that you're going to put these on a, on a home that they're going to stand out completely. There's always a purpose for some of these colors. Um, but I love that you guys made the decision to go this route where you're giving options to the homeowner, because I guess when you get a homeowner that's obviously interested in wood siding, I'm going to say that homeowner is probably slightly more educated and interest in what their curb appeal is going to look like. Right. So they're looking at their property and trying to figure out, how do we make our house our home? Yeah. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah. So some people you know, really like the idea of, you know, kind of stretching the, you know, their design palette a little bit more than what someone else might be. And that's why when our, our tagline at Fraserwood Siding is, is get inspired. You know, so, you know, and that inspiration can be anything from the amounts of different um, uh, cladding options that are on a home. Cause you, you could put, you know, one cladding option or you could put, three, four, five different yeah. cladding options on homes. It's done things. well. It's going to feel comfortable. Yeah, 100%. You know? yeah. So so with us, you know, we we want to make sure that we appeal to everyone's design palette. And so some people are a little bit more of a risk taker. Other people, you know, like the idea of just kind of staying a little bit more neutral and, you know, and, and going that way. But, but you could still do that. I mean, you guys have, like you said, the colors, right? So yeah. I just, I, I, I want to get into the origins of Frasier. I want to, you guys are going to be at the, the building show that's coming up. Yeah, we are. November okay. 29th to the 1st in Toronto. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, Toronto we're International. There. Not International, sorry. Uh, the convention Center. Convention Center, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So you guys are going to be there. So basically all the samples are going to be there so you yeah. guys can see. And we've got them in the studio here. We'll get into that. Mm -hmm. But do you want to walk us through, I guess, the company and how it all got started and yeah. uh, where it all came from? Sure, yeah. So, yeah, so we're, we're a Canadian company. Um you know, our, our roots are, are born and bred in Canada, where our office and manufacturing environment is still in the original uh, location in Edmonston, New Brunswick. Just grown? The facility's uh, yeah, grown? Yeah, well, the facility's grown. We've invested in it. We've invested millions of dollars into the facility, and we continue to invest in it. Not just in, you know, the, um, you know, just the infrastructure, but also in our people, in our processes. Um, you know, we're always looking at continuous improvements within Fraser. But we've been there since 1996. Um, you know, we've expanded and grown and look at different product offerings. And um, yeah, we continue to we continue to stay there and continue to you know support that you know that um, um, that part of the community. Um, we have a lot of long-term employees uh, within the company as well. Some that go back to almost 1996 when the company was first founded. But uh, yeah, we have a lot of long-term employees. And there's guys like me that have been around for a cup of coffee in the grand scheme of things, but, uh, <laughs> but we have a great team there. Our, our manufacturing uh, facility is fantastic. Um, you know, we take a lot of pride in the product that we put out uh, and we hope that our customers feel the same when they have it on their wall. So you've got, 
two markets there and obviously all the products all coming from it's all being milled from canada right mm-hmm. so i mean and then you guys are also selling all across canada all across the u.s but you're also selling in europe as well too yeah yeah what what's some what are some of the countries in europe that are very interested in your products so right now we have a great relationship with our distributor uh in in the uk in ireland a company called global timber products mm-hmm. uh, we're looking at expansion into other parts of europe right now uh, we're just getting close to kind of inking some deals on that right now. Hopefully by January or so, we'll have that all kind of buttoned down. We'll have an announcement for for everybody. That's um, a lot. That's a that's a big task. Eh? Getting into a new market like that. Yeah, it's a challenge, you know. And of course, you know, we just came out of COVID, which you know was a problem for everybody in yep. in our industry and outside of our industry for that matter. But uh, you know, just developing relationships is 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 so difficult. And you know, we're a relationship driven company. I mean, our our ownership group, um, you know, is a, you know, we're, I think our parent company is almost 100 years old, wow. um, under the same ownership family for the last 50 odd years. Um, and it's, so it's the Livermore family who owns our company. And, um, you know, their whole, you know, business is built on relationships and it kind of drives from the top down. So we kind of look for that same kind of relationship with our partners. And, um, Finding that relationship was difficult when we weren't able to travel around and, and, and meet people. But uh, but now we're doing that and we're finding like-minded companies who want to sell a value-added product like ours and and represent our products as the way we would to our customers. It's I love, Grant, that you brought like samples in here. And I, everybody that's listened to the show knows that I'm a wood guy. I just, I've always been, I think I always will be. I just, when I'm seeing these samples and, and I'm also big on bold colors and interesting tones, but I guess you guys, along with other people that are in the industry, you have two avenues that you're traveling. You're traveling the client route and you're traveling the trade route. Yeah. And, and I get that. I feel the sense that most trades these days rather use products that maybe they think are faster and simpler mm-hmm. to get the product finished and then paid and then move on to the next one. When I kind of missed the earlier days of my construction days where that wasn't even a part of the situation. It was really about tradespeople finding great quality products, installing them, be very proud of it, Mm -hmm. and seeing that expression from the homeowners that they made the right choice with the product and with the tradesperson. Has that changed over the years? Yeah, somewhat. I think that as we kind of look into the construction world these days, you have a lot of people that are in the business that, as you say, I mean, they want to just kind of get through the job and, you know, yeah. kind of they don't really pay as much attention to the detail as what homeowners um, want their um, contractors to do or expect. And then you get the other ones who are those leading contractors and builders and architects who really kind of, you know, do as you say, where they're, you know, building for um, all the right reasons. You know, they want to have a quality product. They want to make sure their customers are happy with the with the end result. And so with us, you know, we, we feel that making sure that you provide the right product um, to, the, to the customer at the best value prop, whatever that value prop is to them, maybe it's the aesthetic, maybe it's the, you know, the final, you know, the, the, the texture, uh, the finish. Um, but at the end of the day, you want to make sure that, you know, the customers that we're dealing with are focused on quality and not so much, you know, 
putting product up very quickly. Well, it's it's the mindset of, uh, and I'm sure that you've seen this because I'm seeing it. It's the mindset of the industry, I guess, with the homeowners. I'm kind of glad that the funny years that we had recently, I think educated a lot of homeowners to realize that stay put longer in their homes instead of trying to move every five years and try to upsell their homes to get into larger spaces. And I think a lot of people really were educated on, we don't need bigger, we don't need more, we just need better where we are. Yeah. So if that's the case, then let's remodel this property and let's make this property our forever home, mm-hmm. which means, okay, we need a little bit more space in the back, let's do an addition. Most of the time you do an addition, you have the freedom to do an accent where you can come and choose a product like from your line and use that as your exterior. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, it's nice to have those conversations again. That's why I say there's a, there's a positive between those funny years. Yeah. 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 That's, that's pretty accurate. Um, you know, just kind of back to our, our customers, like our um, contractor customers, guys that are really good at doing their, you know, doing their jobs and building a home or putting on cladding, they know they're good, yeah. you know, and they, and they spend the time making sure that it looks perfect for their customers. Um, you know, and that's really where, you know, our product kind of fits in. We're not, um, we'd love to be on, you know, these, you know, massive, uh, massive builds, but, um, you know, you're, you know, at that point you're, you know, probably looking at saving a little bit of money from a builder standpoint, and we get that too, right? But um, you know, for us, you know, making sure we've got the right customer specifying our product, making sure the architect and the designer, and making sure we have the right partners, knowing how to install this product, and and selling that value prop to the customer is so important. I like seeing like there's one in particular that I was following because he was actually doing a lot of profiles on posts on a backyard project of his. And he, he was spending the time and effort working the skill level to get the miters properly. And you guys also, not just on the siding side, Goodness, you're yeah. offering profiles as well too. Yeah. So it's like you can see certain tradespeople, they want to elevate their business to a certain point that they want to continue that pride behind the craft. So you can see it. And, and I saw it recently with us, uh, Joe Santangelo, where he's some t- tip top uh, exteriors and he was doing this column and he was just explaining how it took the whole day just to work the base, to work the next molding, to work the cladding around the whole post. And you can see that there was four or five posts that he had to handle it. But he knew that it was going to take time. He knew that he had to use quality products and he knew that he had to build it a certain way. And that, I think, translates to the homeowner at that point. Yeah. And I, I want to see more tradespeople doing that instead of just like slap it on, get it done and, and then move on to the next project. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Some of the guys that I, mean, I, I look at these guys on some of these job sites and see the attention to detail yeah. that they put in. It's uh, it's crazy. And then you, you stand there and you can learn from them just uh, how they go. You first wonder, where'd you get the skill? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. who taught you that? How did right. that get started? Right. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think, is just experience. You know, they yes. they probably just maybe they've made a mistake in the past and and have learned from it or corrected it as they went through. And but yeah, those guys are guys are on the walls hanging our stuff, and you know, builders that are using this stuff. You know, they I always say they they've forgotten more than what what I know, and it's uh, it's incredible watching them. Why is it that um, I guess when you start getting into wood siding, is it just a cost? that you're competing against when it comes to, I guess, competitors and, and clients looking at the numbers at that point? Because I don't think that's a fair argument yeah. 
because I look at it like this is your first line of defense to mother nature protecting your home. And I've had the same conversation when we're doing like roofing uh, shows and I'm like, that's your roof. Like that's protecting your home. So it's no different than with the exterior cladding and the siding. Mm -hmm. So why do you want to factor in a cheaper product? Yeah, I think uh, I think cost is important for most of our customers. Um, I think when you look at what people consider as their first priority, it's how the home looks at the end. Yeah, right. That's probably their first thing because they have a a vision in their mind's eye what they want their home to look like. Um, at some point, price is always factored in because there's we're, we're we're a high end product but we're not the highest end product out no. there. And there's products that are out there that are multiples, you know, multiple um, costs of what ours are. Um, but, you know, customers, when they're looking for ours, I think the first thing they're looking for is they, they have a, they want wood siding or they want the look of wood siding because there's other products out there that try to replicate the look of wood siding, but it's not wood siding. Yep. Right. So, um, and then, you know, there's also maybe, uh, I always think that there's, probably a little bit of a of an allure of a memory that someone may have had growing up that kind of links them back into the wood siding category. Maybe they visited an aunt or an uncle or a grandparent's cottage or home back in the day. Yep. And that kind of takes them back to that time consciously or subconsciously. Um, and I think other people, they just like, nope, I, I want wood siding because it's the exact look that I'm looking for. It's a warmth. Like yeah. I find it as a warmth when, when I see a good quality siding and I see the home that you're visiting or you're looking at, I don't think you get that warmth with vinyl. I don't think you get that warmth with other, and I'm not knocking the other ones. I'm just saying yeah, that if you're in construction, I'm speaking through the, the perspective of a tradesperson. I don't think there's a single material that a good tradesperson doesn't touch, doesn't hold in their hand and have a sense of what, it is like to work with that product and by touching it and experiencing that product, you already know what the value is attached to that installation. That's how, that's how I look at it. That's why I started by saying that I'm a wood guy. I will always be a wood guy. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that product getting on there. And I think that it looks great when you see a property like that, but you're totally right on um, the visitations is seasonal. You have a moment. It could be the fall, could be the winter, could be the summer or what have you. It's just, there's, there's a reason why there's paintings and cards and, you know, certain seasonal uh, functions that that's the type of home that's depicted in there. Mm -hmm. Right. And you kind of get that sense of warmth from your childhood. Right. Yeah. 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 I know back in the day when I was growing up, you know, my, my grandparents had a, my, my mother was born in a log cabin. <laughs> right. So, and then, you know, they moved into a different place, but there was always wood on, on home. So I, I have an, uh, an affection for the wood siding category, just my own personal feeling. But I think a lot of people have that same kind of thing. And then there's, you know, there's just people that just like the look of it for whatever their reasons are. But at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, all the other categories, you know, one of their selling points is that they have an emboss or they have a look to look like wood siding, whether it achieves that goal in all you know, aspects or not is debatable. Um, but you know, it, there's great products out there that, that offer that look, right? So what I like about wood siding is that it's not a perfect 
looking product. I always say the imperfections, the imperfections are making it is what makes it perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it yeah. is. I mean, yeah. it's like you want you want your home. Okay, when it's finished, it doesn't need to look pristine. Yeah, like it needs to be worn in. It needs to be aged that because that's what Mother Nature is doing to it. But it's still being protective. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I just I, I totally agree with you. The imperfections of perfection is what it basically creates. Yeah. I know that a little bit later on, we're going to speak with plant manager. Yeah. Lisa, Lisa Russell. Yeah. Mm. So she's going to get on the Zoom and we're going to get more into the depth of that. But I know that you wanted to actually ch chat about the different profiles that you have going on yeah. and you want to share that. So do you want to pull some of the samples and just sure. so we can show? So we have, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we have um, 17 different profiles, uh, but we have those 17 profiles in... Um, uh, in two different series. Okay. Um, this is our evolution series, which, um, you know, which is really where the trend is going this right is, now. This is what I got going on here, right? Yeah. 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 So, um, so what's nice about our evolution series, uh, which is available in three different profiles, the evolution um, has some value of its own in that we call it Fraser lock technology. So it locks the boards together. Yep on four sides. So we have a tongue and groove on the ends of the boards, and then we have a T and G on the top. But what's nice about this is that there's no fasteners that you can see. So it's a hidden fastener system. The staple actually go into the nailing hem. Yep. And then your next board goes on over top and it hides that, right? So, so we have that kind of classic look in a bevel profile, which a lot of people like. Yep. But the real trend is really kind of going to these Flatter, uh, more contemporary-looking uh, products in our Evolution Euro V and Neo, which is our probably our best-selling SKU right now. Um, so you know, kind of gives you that classic kind of feel with a little bit more of a modern contemporary take. Am I grant? Like, am I wrong to say that older siding was wider, but it was narrower before it became wider, and now it's going back to being narrower? Yeah, it is. That's and so, in, well, in the wood siding world, um, you know, part of the thing that's driving that is the amount of um, wood that's available, right? So, uh, you know, not just in Canada, but around the world, there's there's challenges with, uh, with wood, right? So in Canada, we've had to deal with not only fires, but also, you know, insect infestation over the last number of years, which impacts the amount of uh, lumber you're actually able to to harvest, to harvest out of use. various acreage, yeah. right? So, um, but all of our lumber that we use, it's all PEFC certified. So there's an environmental component to our product. All the wood that's harvested is also, we reforest, right? So, so yeah, it's so very important you're taking to out, you're actually putting back in, regrowing yeah. it and then taking it out again. Yep. Yep. So, so it's all PEFC certified. Um, and it's all Canadian softwood. Everything we manufacture, about it. yeah. it's all Canadian softwood from British Columbia. And we, bring it to New Brunswick and we profile it all there. Do you know, I'm just curious, like across the country and I guess across the U S do we have, we have different tastes. So like we're, what are the leaders in, I guess the Eastern side here versus the Western side with the uh, West and Vancouver. As far as the wood substrates. Yeah. yeah well, no, not substrates, just the actual products themselves. What are they leaning towards? Do they, are they liking the traditional one? Are they liking, which one are they more interested in profiles? Yeah. Neo is our best selling profile across right the country now. yeah yeah not i would say even in the u.s when we're when we're selling really? yeah yeah because it's you know it's just that there's when you look at the um the joint it's uh just a little bit more of a squared edge and that's a little bit more of that contemporary feel whereas if you look at our um 
sorry, this is our Neo. Our Euro V has a little bit of a, a V groove yeah. to it, right? Yeah. So, so the Neo, the Neo is the you know, a little bit more of a squared off edge, and the Neo has just a little bit more of that V look. Right? Yeah, so, there's a rounded, and then there's a V. So you're creating some sort of like, a, almost like a beveled look overall. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's kind of where the where the trends are right now in in, in our evolution series. Um, you know, you're talking about you know the wider the wider lengths, sorry, yeah. the wider widths versus some of the more narrow one. We have this available in an eight inch and a six inch profile and a handful of different um, profiles, which we'll get into. Uh, and we also have a board in Baden in an eight inch and a 10 inch uh, wide profile. The 10 inch okay. must be nice, yeah. yeah. So the difference between our classic series and the Evolution series is that where Evolution has a hidden fastener, our classic series is face nailed, right? So we actually have nails that go into the face of the boards. Okay. On an eight inch board, we put in Two nails. Two nails. Um, and on a six-inch board, it's one nail. But the great thing about the nails that we have is they're all color matched. I was just about to ask you. Right. Because so, it makes sense. If you're offering all these colors, it makes sense that you guys would also be offering up those face nails. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's in the same batch of paint that the siding is produced in. So the it's, it's the exact same. So it's brilliant at that yeah. point. Yeah. So, yeah. So we've got it in uh, Euro V, Neo, and, and Bevel. And then we also have... Six inch profiles as well. Right. So I'm not sure if the cameras are picking up on that. So maybe you can go a little bit that Good. way. That's fine. Like so? Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm so actually liking the wider plank. So a lot of you know, it, it comes down to personal taste, right? So um, it used to be, even in the in the other categories that I played with, played in, used to be like a, you know, a, Vinyl, as an example, D4, D5, you know, uh, Dutch slap kind of profiles were the trend. And then they started going wider profiles. They wanted to have a, a five, six, seven, eight inch profile. Um, you know, it's kind of where that trend was going um, with us. You know, six inch profile is still probably our, our, our best selling profile um, until you get into the board and bad. And just because of the amount of lengths that we, sorry, the size of the projects that we have, the lengths of those, Total linear footage, we probably sell more board and batten. Board and batten. Yeah, on a job, right? So, I see that. I could yeah. totally see that. I know on the previous board that you had there, um, what what what's the color of choice that people are leaning towards? Because that brown on the Euro V, mm -hmm. like that's a nice brown. Classic old style. I, I, that's where your tastes are. It's, I just, I, I'm yeah. liking that brown there, right? Yeah. So can you yeah. see that? No, you can't see it on the, yeah, you totally, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm like, as much as I like the Neo and the black, yeah. I'm liking that brown. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, so that's really kind of that, you know, kind of, you know, classic historical color. But, you know, if we look at trends right now today, people are still are, are into the darker colors. We sell a lot of blacks, a lot of dark blues. How know. are the dark colors dealing with Mother Nature, though? Yeah, it's a challenge for okay. sure. You know, I mean, they uh, they just absorb yep. so much heat, yeah. you know, these days. So, um, but, um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a trend for sure. You know, people like the look of black. You know, we're also starting to see now, um, you know, the reverse to the black. You know, people love the look of that um, uh, farmhouse look, the, yeah. the white farmhouse. Yeah. Right. So they're going whites uh, or lighter colors with darker trims. You guys are doing the whites on the board and band as well? Absolutely. We do yeah, a white that, on that would look anything. stunning. Yeah, yeah. Because you would actually read that grainness on it. 
Yeah. You would totally, you would think at first you wouldn't, and it might come across as a non-man-made product, right? And you'd be like, no, 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 no. You would read it a lot better. It's striking. Yeah. Uh, when you look at uh, at a white home in a board and batten. Yes. Among other homes that are done in stone or, you know, other things, it, it stands out. It's uh, they're so beautiful. We have a lot of builders that are in, yeah, we're, so we're in uh, Oakville, Mississauga, Burlington area. Um, we have a lot of builders that are using that color right now, um, mm. and it looks fantastic. Yeah, you see it. You totally see it around here. Mm. Uh, you totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but black still are the you know is the trend right now. Sorry, darker colors is the trend still right now. But we're starting to see a swing to to the lighter colors. Um, you know, people are looking at their color palettes from the inside of their home when they're bringing them outside. So you're seeing a lot more earthy tones that are coming from the inside of their home. And they're looking at that to, you know, to continue that look to the outside of their home. Hey, architects and builders, do you want to stand out from your competition? Fraser Wood Siding has your back. Fraser Wood Siding is a leader in pre-finished wood siding. They manufacture beautiful pre-finished wood siding using only the highest quality PEFC certified Canadian softwood. Fraser Wood Siding is available in 17 profiles and unlimited colors. Supplied by the global leader in paints, Sherwin-Williams. Whether your design taste is classic Contemporary, conservative, or bold. They've got you covered. They'll gladly match the color of any paint manufacturer and send you a sample on an actual piece of Fraser Wood Siding in just a few days. Visit their website, www.fraserwoodsiding.com, and reach out about your upcoming projects to benefit from their industry leading lead times. Fraser Wood Siding, get inspired. A little bit more warmer. I mean, like, Grant, isn't it? I mean, when you get into this world of siding, right? You could probably put those down there, yeah. Um, when you get into this world of siding, um, is it not more of an emotional connection for the homeowner? And I'm just assuming that the younger homeowners are doing this. And I think the younger tradespeople are also kind of educating these homeowners to do this, right? To understand what it feels like. They're not the homeowner that drives home, tries to figure out which house is theirs because they all look the same. And then opens up the garage door and drives right into the garage, closes the garage door, and then walks into the house and has completely ignored the home that they're entering. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not exactly sure how to answer that because, you know, we have a lot of our younger customers, you know, homeowner customers that are getting into the housing market, you know, for the first or second time. Yeah. And, you know, their tastes really are that kind of, you know, very modular, square, contemporary look. Um, and we're seeing a lot of grays, you know, that are, uh, and some of the lighter, um, earthy brown tones. Um, and uh, and they're accenting it with a lot more of the metal products that are out there these days. All right. So, um, so and again, you know, they're, they're really creative um, in their design uh, process. And the guys that are, working with them, whether it's the architect and the designer and the builder, you know, those early adopters, you know, with that mindset, they're coming in and they're coming up with some phenomenal uh, looks, you know, whether it's a contemporary product like our classic kind of installation, or they space them apart a little bit more and they have a little bit more of that European flair that's coming into, into North America these days. But it's, um, it's certainly uh, is an evolution. Um, yeah, that's, that's where yeah. I'm going with it. I'm trying to like, I want these homeowners, these younger homeowners to understand that you need a tradesperson that understands how to work this product, mm. but also to the point that you just brought up, 
the younger homeowners are mixing and matching. They're introducing different elements, whether that's a stone that's next to this siding or a piece of metal. It could be ACM or something like that. And you need to know the building envelope and how to connect the two together to make yeah. sure that it works properly. Yeah. Because I think this younger generation isn't interested in having the entire home at one kind of cladding. They want to mix and match versus yeah. I guess the older generation would be looking at the whole home. They want to walk around their property because they're spending the time and effort gardening and setting up the sides of the house as, as much as they're doing the front and the back of the house. Mm -hmm. So versus these other younger homeowners they're just focused more on a quick a great entry and a great backyard and not really focusing on the side so then they'll choose other materials at that point yeah yeah but you need a you need a trace person that has this knowledge and they don't get this knowledge unless they start messing around with these products and speaking to someone like yourself yeah, right? and, and, and years of experience doing that right yes. so so at fraser much like i'm sure a lot of our um everybody in the in the building world we try to focus our time from a manufacturer's standpoint to reach out to the architect and the designer and, and the builder and the contractor to make sure that they're aware of our products and, and, and how we can add value to the homeowner's um, um, design appeal. Um, but for them to go forward to their customers and say, well, here's why we recommend these products. Reaching that customer demographic is so important for us, whereas we rely a lot of our um, distributor partners, who we have great partners you know, throughout Canada, the U.S., and, and in Europe, we, f we rely on them to develop that relationship and um, provide the product knowledge yeah. to the guys that are at the stores yeah. so that as consumers are coming in, after they've talked to a customer or to a contractor, that they can go into the store and say, hey, I'm interested in these products. What do you think of them? Because they're doing their research and trying to validate you know, their, their decision process. So we try to give as much information to all the different customers that we touch, but we focus on the architect and the contractor because those are the guys that are um, the biggest influencer yeah. to the homeowner, right? They'll make that recommendation, right? But it's always yeah. nice to still get the boots on the ground, the opinion, because yeah. I, as much as you guys, I mean... Talk a little bit about the warranty that's associated mm. with this product, because yep. obviously the darker colors, they will fade depending on the position of your home and, yep. and how it's going to work. And homeowners are starting to get savvy about this on, on wear and tear re regarding mother nature and how yeah. the house is exposed. But I mean, the warranties are there, but you still have the boots on the ground people that are installing this a certain way that's going to last a very, very long time. Yeah. 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 yeah so that, that's great. I'm glad we're talking about that because, you know, we, we, we try to promote our product certainly as value and you know people are spending a lot of money on any cladding and you know and in particular in Fraserwood siding they're spending a lot of money to to make their home the way they want it to look yeah. and if you go with any color whether it's a lighter color or a, or a darker color any color is going to fade over time and so what we one of the things that we actively promote at Fraser is that you know, not only are we the industry leader with our warranties and our partnership with Sherwin-Williams, we also have industry-leading lead times as well. But our product is not a maintenance-free product. And we always want to make sure that customers are aware of that, whether it's wood siding you have in your home or if you have a dark-colored stone in your home, over time it's going to fade. And so there definitely is a maintenance aspect to it. But from a warranty standpoint, we have the best warranty in, in, the, in the trade right now. We're 
20 years on, on our, on our solid stains. Wow. Um, we have a 50 year rot war up to a 50 year rot warranty. As long as, as long as the product is installed correctly, correctly, which is so critical these days back to, you know, having the right guys do yep. the installation and have the product specified and designed properly on the wall using rain screens and proper clearances, the product will last lifetimes. Well, I mean, it's, I, I wouldn't even call it wear and tear. I, I like a home that gets aged. Mm -hmm. I just like it, whether it's brick or any other cladding material, it ages and it yeah. ages a, a certain way because it was designed a certain way and then it was installed a certain way. So it's correctly aging properly. Right. And that age actually adds value to the, the character of the house. Yeah, you bet. You yeah. see it. You totally see it. And it's like it. it It'll be slightly different when you first see it. It's completed and you walk up to it and you touch it and you experience it. You're like, that looks amazing. It's perfect. It all works great. 10 years down the line, you come and you'll actually have a slightly different experience at that point because you'll see the age attached to that product. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like. So I don't, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really call it wear and tear. Yeah. I think it's just nicely aged. Yeah. As we get older, it's kind of like, <laughs> that's what I tell my wife. I'm nicely aged. Yeah. My hair is nicely aged. <laughs> we just, we were, we're weathered in a good way. That's yeah. what we are. Right. Yeah. But that, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. that so you, you need the right people attached to it and get in. Then you need the homeowners that need to do the right homework that's yeah. attached to it. Right. Yeah. And, and we have a, I mean, I, I think we have a pretty good website. A um, lot of information on the website, you know, woodsiding, FraserWoodSiding.com. And we try to provide as much information to a customer as they're doing the research on various claddings or substrates, you know, in order to put on their home. Um, yeah, we, we try to give them as much information as possible so they, that they can make an educated decision decision on their on their home. Is it is it too much, Grant? Like, is there too much option out there right now? No, I wouldn't say so. I, mean, I think if you're already focused on what you're, everybody's got an idea of what their dream that they want. Yeah. So I think that starts to narrow down your selection process. Competition's great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if, if you're the only game in town, it's nice. You know, you, you know, you, you get to enjoy that, but you know, doesn't competition make everybody better. Yeah. Right. So, and, and it's great for a customer to know that there's options that are out there and, um, every competitor that we have, we, we pay attention to what they do and what they say. And, you know, we, we make sure that we keep up to what the industry is doing as well, whether they're directly in our category or, you know, they're a couple of degrees off. But um, competition is great. It makes, it makes us better. Uh, makes the, we, we hope that we make the category better. And every time someone comes into the category, it draws attention to us. So, yeah. You guys are doing your homework, right? Like you have to be doing – it's not necessarily – I think any successful business product and you you got to pay attention just on the sidelines of what's going on out there, right? But you got to see what customers are asking for, what trades people are asking for, yeah. but also what's the competition giving up on the market there. Yeah. And then you got to decide whether or not you want to go down that route or you but I'm I'm assuming because I don't know the manufacturing side of it, um that you guys are doing a lot of testing as well too. Absolutely. Yeah. We're working on things every day yeah. uh, that we're cautiously optimistic of launching into the into the category in the next very short time um which which would be great for fraser and the category and the homeowner and you know just the industry as a whole so um yeah as they say if you're not continuing to try to reinvent yourself and get better you're stepping back 
Yeah. Are we getting back to somewhat normal lead times now? Like if people are interested, or are we still kind of struggling a little some, bit? Some customers, uh, sorry, some competitors uh, are working on some significant lead times. Um, you know, we're, we're, again, we promote ourselves as industry leading uh, lead times right now. Hypothetically, if I got a purchase order today, um, I would produce that order in three weeks. It'd be on to my distributor's truck that next week. Um, usually out to a customer the week after. So somewhere between, you know, six to seven weeks, the customer wow. will have it on their, on their site. site. Yeah. So, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So now I want to, um, I guess we're going to turn it over. We want to connect with Lisa. Yeah. It's and great. then we want to yeah. start talking a little bit with her about uh, manufacturing. So let's, let's get her on the zoom call. And okay, Lisa, welcome to the show. I know that we just patched you in and we got Grant here still in the studio and you're, you're back at the manufacturing process, right? Yes, correct. Uh, what's your official title? I am the plant manager here. Okay, so you, you take care of the day-to-day, -day, what goes on. Yeah, that's right. And how long have you been there? I've been with the company for 10 years now. And this is back, sorry, this is in New Brunswick. Yeah, Edmondson, New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So we actually, we interviewed uh, Big Dog, Aaron, and he's out of New Brunswick as well, too. Okay, and, and he's a big sighting guy out there, so he's probably listening right now. Okay, uh, hey, big yeah. dog. Yeah, big. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so, what can you tell us, Lisa, about uh, I guess the manufacturing side of uh, of Fraser Siding? Oh, well, I guess it's uh, pretty similar to every other manufacturing plant. I guess with um, you know we're getting raw wood in and uh, transforming that into siding. And then we have another department that handles all of the pre-finishing, so the painting. Um, and, you know, everything else that comes with it, employees, quality control, you know, all that jazz. How many board feet do you know offhand that you guys are producing on, I guess, daily, weekly basis? Um, it, board it ranges. Feet, I'm not sure, but uh, go ahead, Grant. Yeah, it ranges based on seasons. As we kind of get into, you know, the... January, February timeframe, just because it's normally a little bit slower then. Yeah. It ranges quite a bit. But uh, believe it or not, this time of year is one of our busiest times. You know, people are trying to get uh, their houses finished before the snow starts flying. Kind of makes sense. Yeah. So we get people that have, you know, rushed to get um, their permits in the summertime. They get building. And then you're, you know, you're kind of looking at August and September going, yeah, okay, we're looking pretty good. And who's ordered the siding? You know, so usually it's the last thing to get ordered. So we're we're running right now. We're, we're crazy busy right now. As a matter of fact, yesterday we had our uh, our busiest daily production run in the history of the company. Oh wow! Yeah, and yeah. I guess you saw that, Lisa. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, is the, is the plant working? Is it five days or all every day of the week? Uh, it's five days a week, uh, and we have our shifts, uh, I guess, Monday to Thursday, uh, nine-hour days, and then Fridays, uh, we're off at uh, 11. Oh, casual Fridays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, you know, so one of the things that, um, you know, we tried to do, you know, because our area that we draw from in Edmondson, New Brunswick, you can imagine it's a it's a smaller community. Mm -hmm. I think our, our population that we draw from is just less than 20,000 people. Oh, wow. Right. So, and we compete against some pretty big um, competitors out there. Like Irving has a, has a plant not too far from our facility. So for us to get 
employees to come to work for us and really good employees and, and hold on to them, we have to be somewhat creative um, and find ways to keep them with us. So uh, I guess about a year, year and a half ago, Lisa and the team kind of chatted with the folks that we've got at the plant and try to find different ways to make sure they're continually engaged. And we modified their, their day so we could give them Friday afternoons off. I like that. That makes a lot of sense. But you guys are, what would you say, Grant? You were saying like it was 17 different lines or different products? 17 different profiles. Profiles, yeah. yeah. So you're, you're, handling, so you're, you're handling all of that at the, at the factory, the manufacturing process. Yep, yep. So lots of different setups on our molders and on and, uh, resale and paint lines. So, uh, yeah, we try to group together as much as we can so that we can gain efficiencies. Uh, but uh, to Grant's point, it is not always easy. And uh, But whatever we want to offer our customers, we have to go ahead and, and, and handle all of that. How much is it, uh, I guess because you guys are, and I love this part of Fraser. you're offering so many different colors, whether they can be custom colors or just a wide variety of colors that you already have, that starts factoring in quite a bit into the manufacturing, no? Absolutely, yeah. I guess to, to the same point, um, uh, you know, we get a lot of whites, so we try to group those together and run them back to back. And then after that, we go from light colors to dark colors within any one day. Uh, but I would say, gosh, probably over 80% um, are custom colors. And then I guess there's a the whole quality control, I guess, of the raw material coming in first and then the material after it's been completed and milled coming out and getting ready for packaging. You're handling all that stuff. Yep. Yep. A lot of different checkpoints. Um, the crew, uh, they have like a checklists and uh, they have to check profiles and uh, measurements and everything uh, all every 15 minutes so uh, make sure that the machines don't get out of um, spec and the settings that aren't good any, anymore um, and then same thing at the paint line um, we, we look at everything and we compare um, the uh, they, it's called a delta e uh, for the colors um, so we compare the delta e between the sample we sent out to the customer and the actual order so we, you know, simple, we just put a drop of paint on a card and have a special color eye that reads that and can tell us if we are within you know, spec for that color. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's because of, the, I guess, future or matching. Yeah. It's uh, so when we, um, uh, so we have a, an amazing sample um, process. So we, we don't actually send an order out unless the customer sees the sample piece with the color on it. And um, so, you know, so let's say, for example, we're just starting down the process with you and your, you know, and your family looking at, um, you know, wood siding, you're looking for two or three different colors. Our sample portal, you'll go onto that, you'll enter your colors, your profiles. We'll have that land at our paint technician's desk in the morning. They'll paint it, um, have it dry, it'll go out in the courier that day, and literally someone will receive their sample within days of the request. Wow. And that's all done with Lisa's, Lisa's team. And um, when the customer finally decides to place the order, they use that reference number for that specific color and profile. Then we produce the batch of paint to the recipe of that sample reference. So it sounds like you guys 
are acting like clients. Like you're making their lives a lot easier. That's what it sounds like, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a clever approach. Well, you know, you look at, you know, the paint process and someone's looking at a swatch of paint one inch by one inch yeah. and they're trying, and I can't do it. I mean, no. I have a piece of paper. I want to see build this. It. Yeah, so yeah. you can take this, you take it to your home or your cottage or wherever your place is and you can walk around with it in different times of the day to see if the color actually is what you're looking for. I love that you said yeah. that because I've always said that. I've always yeah. encouraged them morning, noon, and night. Just makes such a big difference. Makes a huge difference yeah. on what it's going to look like. Yeah. So consider the artificial light that's going to be cascading on it, like all kinds of things like that. All so. the colors that we're showing here look different inside than if we went into the yep. parking lot and yeah. stood outside on a on a sunny day or or you know, an overcast day. But I mean, Lisa, you also have the the huge task of I guess shipping. Now you you got to manufacture this, and I guess what's the longest length that you're dealing with here? 16 footers so, so you're it's not, a length four to 16 yeah so you got 16 footers and you got transport that's going all across canada all across your uh u.s and then also taking off to europe as well yeah so plenty yeah, of orders it, it is a challenge to make sure that we uh, maximize quantities fitting inside a bundle because it's basically like a big puzzle eh? like you, within it within an order you're going to get so many fours fives sixes and all the way up to 16s so um, if you're using a 16-foot pallet, then it becomes kind of Tetris trying to get that all to fit on the same pallet and maximize it. So, yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. But it's the efficiency that you're looking at that you're deciding on to make that. So when someone puts an order in, they, they understand that that efficiency is being factored into the entire process. Uh, well, I, I guess because of the way that we manufacture and with the nature of lumber, um, it's it's hard to get away from having a random length program. Um, so what we try to do is maximize on the longer lengths because that's what customers like. Um, so we actually have a split which looks kind of like 70-30. So 70% long longs and 30% shorts. Okay. Um, and I mean... Uh, Based on that, then we, you know, we minimize the shorter lengths, but we can also put those end to end within a bundle for to maximize packaging. And then but I guess we, there there are no limits for package size when we get an order. So uh, basically, just for an idea, we can fit approximately four thousand lineal feet of one by six siding within a lift. Oh wow. And then I guess you also are tasked with um, when new products are coming down the pipe and you have to prepare for, I guess, that new line or the, what's going to happen now. And you have to figure out how to add that into the mix as well, too. Yeah. yeah. And that's what you guys are doing. You're expanding and you're, you're, you're listening to the market. I guess you're listening to, to clients. You're listening to tradespeople. You're trying to get a gauge of where we're going to head. Where's Fraser going to be five years from now? What homeowners are going to be interested in? What products possibly that might not move as quickly? Like you, these are all things that are factoring into the manufacturing process. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we get uh, requests all the time from customers and from, uh, from sales. Um, you know, asking for different things, new profiles, thicker profiles, thinner profiles, you know, different designs, uh, all sorts of things. Um, and, you know, we're no strangers to experimenting and, you know, making those technical drawings and trying stuff out on our mold. Um, you know, that's pr- pr- pretty fun. Pretty any, fun. any interesting or uh, challenges that came across your table or clients were requesting? Uh, well, I guess it's... 
usually within you know kind of the same palette. I mean, we've we've received some interesting requests from our European customers, especially. Um, you know, something that you never think that you would see in Canada. You're just like blown away. Like people like this. Like what? <laughs> Does something come to mind? I'd love to know. Uh, well, just the, this one time, um, customer asked for a profile that was called Free Willy. So it was basically, <laughs> gosh, like only two two inches wide, and but it was like a full one inch or even more than one inch thick. Um, and it was, you know, this crazy looking kind of thing. It's like a bat. It's like a bat. Yeah. Yeah. Why was it called free? Like a a tongue and groove bat, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, why, why was it called free Willy? I have no clue. (laughs) I mean, my first thought was the movie and killer whale. And I'm like, how does a a two inch by one inch thick bat board or sorry, batten get the name free Willy? (laughs) Well, maybe they, whoever looked at it, maybe thought it looked like a whale. That would be my best guess. Maybe. What country are we talking about here? I could track uh, them down and talk to them. <laughs> I think yeah. it was Belgium. Was it? Oh, that's interesting. Okay, we've interviewed somebody in Belgium, so I might ask her about that. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Okay, that's actually very interesting that someone was requesting that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But we, we get requests, you know, frequently, and uh, we always do our best to see if we can accommodate the request. We, we, we might get uh, one or two right now a month. We've actually just completed a couple of custom profiles for customers that don't deviate too far from what our current profiles look like. But then other times we get some some requests that are a little bit different for us, and we try to understand what the um, what the insta- installation will look like. Yeah. So, like as an example, like the the wall behind you is really kind of a an interesting. Um, um, cladding profile in Europe, not necessarily so much in the, all the different configurations, but you know, the, the spacing in between yeah. the buttons. Yeah. Um, it's, it's popular in Europe and it's something that we're, we're trying to understand how we can offer that type of a product in North America because our building envelope is different. Right. It is, it is different, but it's just, um, I think it lends to creativity. And I go back to our earlier conversation where we were talking about, uh, a certain type of homeowner, a certain type of tradesperson mm-hmm. that is interested in the challenges, right? So it's nice that you guys have such, I'm assuming, open manufacturing process outside of sharing trade secrets, but you guys are more than willing to communicate with homeowners and communicate with tradespeople on, let me see a sample. Let's discuss what we can possibly do. This is our objective. This is our, because you guys are seeing drawings. And you're seeing just that that draw, you know, that image that architects and designers will put on the drawing, mm-hmm. and then just they'll just fill it in, saying siding. That's the extent of it. That's that's the start of the visualization. But until you start communicating with you guys, you start getting a better idea of what that one word on that drawing actually is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the and that engagement with the customer is so important for us because we never want to take a look at a request and just say. Well, no, we can't do it because it's not in our current portfolio. We look at it and go, oh, that's kind of interesting. Well, you know, can we do it? What's the impact to us? What's the impact to the customer? Because we have some limitations as well. I mean, they may have to buy um, 20% more, you know, just because we have to cull the lumber in order to make that specific profile. So there's some things that we have to, but we engage with the customer and we say, yeah, okay, let's take a look at it. We'll do a drawing for them. 
If they like the drawing, then we'll do a sample, like a, um, a prototype for them, send it out. If they like that, then we, you know, we just keep going down the path farther and farther until we can get to agreement on what that profile looks like. Yeah. Then we can price it out. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I'd even actually get into that conversation, Lisa, because you're also handling, and which we're going to talk about after we let you go, the profiles, the trim, and everything like that. That's all being manufactured there as well, right? Yes, yeah, all siding and all trims. Wow. So you got your work cut. So you don't get half Fridays. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're the only one person that doesn't get the half Fridays there. No, I mean, you guys are doing amazing products and amazing yeah. work. And I, I love that it's in Canada there and it's being produced. It's being actually milled and then produced and then sent out and the world's enjoying it. So yeah. I really appreciate your time, Lisa. I know, I know that you're a busy person. So we just wanted to connect. Grant suggested it and I thought it was a brilliant idea. And I'm a huge fan of maybe one day I'll, I'll show up in your neck of the woods and actually take a plant, cor- a plant tour yeah. and check out the facilities. Trust me, I won't take pictures. I won't do any video or anything like that, but I, I'll, I'll retain it. I'll just retain all the information. Yeah, absolutely. It's, You're more than welcome. Yeah. All right. Thanks it's, so much, Lisa. We'll let you go. All right. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. See you, Lisa. Are you a homeowner who's looking to add value to your home, improve your curb appeal, and stand out from your neighbors? Fraser Wood Siding is a leader in pre-finished wood siding, manufacturing beautiful pre-finished wood siding using high-quality Canadian softwood. Do you have a specific color that you love? No problem. Fraser Wood Siding can match that color and send it to you to review in the comfort of your own home on an actual piece of Fraser Wood Siding. With their 17 profiles and industry-leading warranty, Fraser Wood Siding has you covered. Visit their website, www.fraserwoodsiding.com and check out their products online. You can even request a sample directly from the website. Simply click the request a sample link and fill in your information and your sample will arrive in just a few days. Fraser Wood Siding, get inspired. Okay, so that was good. Thanks so much, Grant, for setting that up. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, the yeah. great thing about Lisa that we didn't even really touch on is that you know, she's been with us for 10 years, but she started off uh, in the company as an administrative um, person, and she worked her way up to the plant manager's role. It's, um, you know, I mean, it's, we all know, I mean, you know, the females in the construction industry, I wouldn't say it's rare, but... You know, there there's not as many of them as no. what we like to see course, in, yeah. in this business, and um, you know, for Lisa to you know work her way up into a, a plant manager's role within Edmonton, New Brunswick, which you know is small well, town, it's a small town, and yeah. you know she's she's do she and she's done really well. Yeah, we've got a great team there, and she's she built she's she helps us, you know, put some fantastic products in the marketplace. We Does got a she have there. a construction background when she first got in as admin? No, no. Well, she does now. Yeah, she does now. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, lo- lots of information there with, yeah. uh, with her. And, and she's got a great team with her. Like uh, all of our guys in the paint, on the paint side and the, and the production side, wealth of knowledge from those guys. And she's just kind of this sponge that kind of helps kind of, you know, put it all together and connects everybody within the business. It's, it's great. I know yeah. that you hinted at, the Sherwin Williams and and I'm glad because they're very I respect their their products and and it's great quality products and I guess you guys did a lot of testing with them with your products and make sure that you've got the colors that you needed to and also the transparency that you needed to mm-hmm. right um, do you want to touch upon a little bit of that that relationship with Sherwin Williams yeah well I mean uh, the the interesting thing about Sherwin is so with Fraser being started in in you know the mid nineties we use a product called Cabot, Cabot Stains. Yeah. And um, Sherwin acquired the Cabot 
line a number of years ago. So really, I mean, our history with Sherwin goes back to the inception of, of Fraser. So we've had a longstanding relationship with, uh, with that group. And um, they're, they're a good partner for us. Um, aside from the brand recognition, you know, they're, you know, they're in our plant frequently helping us, you know, tweak the, the formula, tweak, you know, our, our process to make sure that we're getting the right coverage, which, you know, I mean, as you're looking at some of our different, you know, we have, we have three different textures. We have a rough, smooth, uh, and an HD finish. Yeah. And each of those poses its own challenge when you're applying paint to it. Cause you have to make sure that the paint goes evenly across that board. And if you look at wood fiber uh, under a microscope, you have these kind of peaks and valleys. The hairs. Yeah, and yeah. you got to make sure you cover. Doesn't matter how smooth it is, you're still going to have hairs. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, yeah, so they're they're a great partner for us. And um, what we also like about it is if a customer is, you know, years down the road looking to do a recoat, well, they can find a Sherwin Williams store just about you anywhere. Got the right? Yeah. So and do a touch up if there so happens to be a need for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So. Which is great to have that relationship. Yeah, absolutely. And and gives credibility to our brand as well, knowing, you know, customers feel comfortable that our product is coated with a brand recognized around the world. They're the largest paint manufacturer in the world, right? Yep. Globally. Yeah. That's what is interesting about yeah. it. I wanted to ask you, Grant, is like, has it become a challenge to educate the tradespeople about you guys and about your products? Yeah, I think everyone... Um, in a manufacturing world has challenges reaching all of their specific customers. Um, for us, you know, our biggest challenge is uh, we're a manufacturer and, you know, we sell through distribution who sells to a dealer who then has a relationship with an installer or builder. We try to, you know, get to that end customer right away mm -hmm. and develop those relationships. And then, when you have that relationship, of course, then you want to train them and give your all your information and your knowledge to them to make sure that they're putting it on properly or conveying your message properly. Um, but, you know, we, we've got some really good relationships and we're always trying to, you know, find that end user um, a little more frequently so we can have that relation and they can have a relationship with us so we can answer questions for them specifically rather than have to go to two or three different channels to get an answer. Have you, I know that, um, or do you know the booth number that's uh, at the building? 231. 231, yeah, right? 31, what yeah. section of it is going to be part of the, uh, I guess it's going to be part of the Construct Canada? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was, right? Yeah. Are you, uh, were you guys there last year? Yeah. We were, yeah. I know um, that we're coming out of the funny years and it's kind of like, I, I'm assuming this year is going to probably bring back to the glory days of the, the building show. Yeah, we're, we're hoping that it's going to be, uh, you know, heavy traffic through yeah. there. We, um we had gone away from it for a number of years. Um, so I think uh, last year was our first or second year. Uh, and then prior to that, we hadn't been for, for a number of years. Um, but it's such a key market for us uh, and a key, a, show, a key show for us. Yeah. Because we do get to meet all those pro customers and the architects as well that are there that, you know, is so important to our business. And we can, you know, hopefully spend a bit of time with them and share what our value proposition is to them and learn about their projects as well. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping that they listen to this show and then they get an idea that I'm physically touching the product here and I'm seeing the quality that they should actually consider going in there and having a conversation and discuss the product. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely 
the colors and also the product itself, the profiles themselves and the different finishes, that's where I'm seeing a lot of the quality. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't appreciate it. I mean, it's nice to go to the website. It's nice to see imagery, see a brochure and things like that. But real trades people want to touch products. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I'd love to get into some of the profiles that yeah. you want to share. And then so we can see that and talk about those ones. Because obviously the whole house is not about siding vertically yeah. or, or horizontally. You know, we, we also try to allow the customer to differentiate themselves. Can we see that on the, are we good there? If you can go towards that way a little bit. Yeah. There you go. Good. Okay. Or yeah, you put it right in front of the mic. That's, that's better. That? That's totally that good. Aside from colors and, and, and textures and finishes, you know, another way customers differentiate their homes is, you know, the accents that are on, you know, we make, um, you know, we make a whole wide range of trims and moldings, you know, so if someone is looking to really decorate the outside of their home to make it as elaborate and ornate as possible, let's say they like the Victorian look and they yeah. want to have a lot more, you know, uh, of that kind of accent pieces to it, you can do that with our trims. If you want to have it just a little bit more of a, you know, very linear, very contemporary look, you know, we can do that with just trims uh, that we've got. Um, so, you know, we try to give people as much options as possible to allow their creativity to flow. Um, and then you, know. you are offering those, I mean, uh, with the three different finishes and all, most of the colors, not some of the custom colors, but most of the colors also. Yeah. Available. So actually with, uh, with our trims, you can use any color as well, whether it's any of our solid stains, um, or any of our proprietary colors, like in our Atlantic series or a semi-transparent series, um, so you can do that with all of, with all of our trims as well. Um, so this just kind of shows a little bit of a snapshot, um, on the back of this board, you know, it kind of gets into what you guys really do. Yeah. A little bit more of, you know, some of the profiles. So, yeah, so you've got the larger and the smaller uh, corners and, yeah. uh, and I love it. It's an easy corner. So it locks in nice and tight. Yeah. Yeah. And so what's nice about the easy corner, it's one piece. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you put it up on, on the corner and affix it to the wall and, and that's it. We have two-piece corners as well, which some people prefer. But again, this is part of the options that customers have. All right, so. Um, it's like I go back to the, you know, the conversation with Lisa, how you guys are basically looking at it through the perspective of the, the client, the homeowner, the end yeah. user. Yeah, for sure. So they get an idea of what's what's uh, out there and what's going to benefit them, their install. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. So, yeah, we just try to give people as many options as possible. And, you know, again, the whole idea is to, you know, have them be inspired and look at uh, our products and, and fit into their into their design idea. Whatever they envision at the end of their design process, we want to be able to provide them that material to put it on the wall and, and have that dream come to reality. Yeah. I, I'd love, Grant, for you to kind of share some insight. I mean, sometimes there's situations where there's a product not a failure, but yeah. something happens for whatever reason, whether that could have been like the, uh, the, the, the building envelope or something wasn't just something, whatever. How do you guys handle that? Because tradespeople listening are always curious about, I've done enough roundtables and enough shows that when I ask a tradesperson that's in the business, what do they expect from suppliers? Mm -hmm. Their number one go-to answer for all of them that I've always heard is just customer service and communication. Yeah, Just knowing that, they have my back when there is a problem. Like not everything's support, perfect. Yeah. The support. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So um, much like our manufacturing process, where we're always looking for continuous improvement, 
it was the same thing for us as we kind of went through this warranty process as well. And we, and we call it a warranty um, because every time someone reaches out to us with an issue of our product, yeah. regardless of the stage as to where it's at in the installation, whether it's just arrived on the job site or it's been on the home for 10 years, we look at that as some sort of a warranty process. When the product goes on the home, what we want to do with our builder, architect, um, installer, is we want that relationship to be transferred from them to us. So we can deal with the homeowner directly. Prior to it being installed, or as it is being installed, if there is any questions that they have on it, we want to be able to deal with them directly and answer their questions and concerns as they're going through the process. Previously, you know, in years prior, our warranty process was somewhat of a little bit of a clunky process because we really didn't have a discipline on it. Mm-hmm. And customers told us, like, You're, it takes too long to resolve these matters. So we changed our process. And, you know, our warranty group uh, meets uh, at least monthly, if not more frequently. And, you know, their objectives now is whenever someone reaches out to us and has a concern, be it a homeowner, contractor, wherever the, the process is, we open up a claim, we give them a number. If we don't have all the information that we're looking for, we ask for more information. Usually it's it's pictures or, you know, um, samples or things like that. So at least we can kind of investigate it from our side. The first thing that we do is we go back to our manufacturing records and look at color profile, any issues through the production um, uh, through the production line that we may have experienced, and we we validate our, our process first to make sure that we put the right product out. As a matter of fact, when we ship a product out of our facility, we take pictures of it being bundled, and we show pictures of it leaving the facility. Right, so we take pictures of it actually on the truck leaving facility wow so that we know it it left in good shape right so but that keeps lisa a record of all the runs that are going on and yeah. at what stage so then she's aware and the, the plants aware yeah if anything it does happen they can kind of pinpoint right yeah so yeah. so that's step one now you know then as we kind of go further down the path now so if a customer reaches out to us uh, and they say you know we're we have an experience with this issue we ask for you know pictures of the installation. We ask for pictures of ventilation. We ask for you know just a number of different things, and then we start the evaluation process with our warranty group from there. It then um, goes to um, we either um, can resolve it by looking at pictures, or we may have to send someone out, whether it's Site a third-party inspector yeah. or a Fraser representative goes out and looks at the um, uh, looks at the site on their own. Now you can imagine, you know. We're, we're somewhat of a small company. We don't have boots on the ground everywhere. Hiring a third-party person can take a bit of time. But our objective really is to have that claim or that warranty process. We try to resolve it within 30 days. As long as we have all the information, we try to resolve it, give some ans- answers as to you know what the root cause of the problem was, or if it's maintenance, and we try to resolve it that way. And 
try to satisfy the customer as quickly as possible. I'd love for you to get into a little bit of what you guys are obviously recommending regarding installation, Mm. because I'm, I'm assuming that as you guys have been building your brand and the products, you've also been building your network of skilled tradespeople that know how to work with your product and care about installing it a certain way. But you guys are also presenting ideas of how it should be installed. Yeah. 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 That's one of the, um, one of the things that we're, we're working hard on is to have that um, link with the installer where we can say this is a, a certified installer. We're not there yet. And there's some complexities to it that we have mm-hmm. to work through. But from an installation standpoint, that is always our first concern when we look at our product on the wall is we want to make sure that it is installed correctly. Because if it's not installed correctly, that's where a lot of problems can start. You know, and this kind of goes back to the, what, the late 80s, early 90s, when there was a rain screen issue that yeah. started out in Western Canada and caused a whole bunch of mold and, you know, product failures and things like that. So code these days is you have to have the proper rain screen uh, on any wall before you put up, especially wood cladding. Other cladding is not necessarily, but for wood claddings, you have to have the proper rain screen. And by a rain screen, what we want is we want to have furring strips um, set up, um, you know, in different configuration, whether you're putting on the product horizontally or vertically, but we need to have that proper ventilation behind the wall. That manages moisture, it manages heat buildup. And if you've got the proper rain screen on, really the the product should perform flawlessly forever, right? So, Well, I mean, this was designed long, long time ago, how, you know, Mother Nature attacks the home a certain way, all kinds of different climates. But if it's installed correctly and you have, I guess the number one thing is that ventilation. Absolutely. Like wood is natural. It has, it has to get wet. It's going to get wet. Yeah. And you have to let it dry. Yeah. Otherwise yep. you're attracting problems at that point. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just with the cladding. I mean, you know, if, if you don't have proper clearances as well yeah. to allow that airflow to move, now you're going to have other issues on the home. And it could start from the outside and really work its way in. And so as long as there, there's proper clearances and proper, you know, rain screen, you know, there's not really much to go wrong. We don't, it's not, it's not like a, another product where the expansion and contraction of this product is going to be so severe that you're going to find that the product is going to buckle or it's, no. you know, it's, it's not like that. Right. No, so because the products, well, it's the way it's manufactured, right? Yeah. That's designed that way. So do you, have you guys built up a little network of, preferred trades people that the installers they're they're recommending it now they're actually going in and speaking on your behalf to homeowners and when they come up in the conversation of siding comes yeah, up I, I would like to say yes we do um but you know from a um what's the word i'm looking for um like technically we don't okay um we don't have that preferred program but if someone calls us in specific areas and we know good installers we absolutely drive business you make towards the, you them. You make the recommendation. Yeah, way. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And in every market, we know we know some some good installers, and we say you know because if, if someone asks us, "Hey, can you recommend someone to us?" We could say, "Well, we won't, we won't recommend one, but here are two or three that have installed our product before, and we know they do a good job." You know, so so that's that's one way we because I guess it. that's what happens when you get an architect, designer, or a homeowner coming to you first. Yeah, and then they love the product so much. Their next question is going to be after they decided on which one to go with and what color. Like, do you have somebody that we could talk yeah. to about? Yeah, it? 
Because they want that assurances, right? Absolutely, yeah, 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 for sure. And a lot of times, you know, the architects are already dealing with really good installers or tradespeople. Um, whether they've installed wood siding or not is another question. Most of the time, they have. I mean, these guys are guys that are working with architects. Yeah, enough, they're good, right? You you're handling wood siding. Now, you're probably handling all types of cladding, but you definitely have handled wood siding. Yeah, and understand the you know the nuances to yeah. it, right? So. Um, but it's something that we are working towards and it, it's a challenge for us because, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, if we recommend someone that they really do know how to install our product and that developing that relationship with them for us is, is first and foremost. Yeah. And then you, anybody can contact you guys and get a sample. Like, I mean, you're not sending a 16 footer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we don't send 16 feet. Can you send about maybe 116? No, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a sample. That's yeah. an order. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We'll send that gladly with a check. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, no, um, but you send samples. Yeah. We, like, like I said earlier, I mean, our sample process is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, turnaround time is amazing. Um, customers all over tell us how it makes it, it an easy decision yeah. at that point, yeah. right? Because it's hot in their like mind as they're, you know, they're going through this process and again whether they're early in the stage or later in the stage but the fact that we can get it to them relatively quickly as they're kind of going through this i, I think it just kind of keeps it in the forefront of their mind and you know we hope that our our presentation to them is good and it's memorable and it and then there's a connection but yeah we i yeah. think i think you guys are doing it like it makes sense it, it convinces me that you're giving them a, a sample of what they're trying to pinpoint what their dream home is going to look like instead of a brochure or a web link. Like you're physically getting, I, I, I go back to what you said earlier about you want to see what it looks like morning, noon, and night. Mm -hmm. You want to experience it, what that's going to be. We get it that it's a small sample. It's not a 16-footer. But at least it gives you a much better idea of what the potential is yeah behind it right 100 percent. so yeah. i think that's that's critical yeah. uh, to do that and i love that you guys do that do you want to talk a little bit of uh on the environmental on process yeah you know i mean it's it's important for us um you know it may not be the number one priority to a customer as they're going down this path um but i think at some point most people whether you know you're canadian american or somewhere in europe you have some concerns on you know what you're doing uh with your home mm -hmm. and how it's affecting positively or negatively the environment that you live within so us having a pefc certification and that environmental component um while we know it's important to many people out there may not be their number one priority it's a very important thing for us um you know the fact that we take wood fiber um from the world and uh, we make it into something the fact that we you know, replenish that um, or in reforest, that area is important to us. Also, as a manufacturer, we're, you know, we're PEFC certified as well. Yeah. So, you know, we have an environmental component to our manufacturing. You know, everything that we bring into the facility, we use, um, you know, whether it's in final product at, at Fraser and our, and our brands, or we have an environmental component that we ship it somewhere, sawdust, and, you know, we, sell it to farmers and they use it in their, you know, in their livestock pen. So everything is used. Yeah. Well, it's amazing because you'd be surprised. I've been on plant tours before, as I mentioned to Lisa there, that um, the amount of material that is not used as a result, and, and you've got to figure out how can you 
repurpose this stuff yeah or, pu- or put it somewhere that actually makes a sound advice right yeah so to do that so you guys are it's great that you guys are conscious of that as well yep yeah. yeah. hey listen i mean you know don't don't misunderstand i mean you know we it's important to us but also part of this is also us being a responsible business owner as well yeah. and you know we have to make sure that we maximize the yield of everything that comes in and we make the longest boards possible and we you know, give the best product possible out there because customers are paying for this. So, you know, we we know from a an emotional standpoint, we're trying to do the right thing. But from a business standpoint, we also want to make sure we do the right thing as well because if we have happy customers, we know a homeowner customer, if they're happy once, as you say, you know, hopefully they stay in that home for, you know, their but entire lives. talk to other friends, other homeowners, and... I, first of all, they'll get compliments yeah. of their friends and their family members coming by and taking a look at it, and then the conversation will start. And at that point, if it's all positive attached to that, and, you know, like the product's amazing, the samples were amazing, the contractor was amazing, look at how amazing the home is and everything like that, they'll spread it. Yeah. Yep. They totally will. Yep. The decision process and selecting your siding and colors can be challenging, which is why Fraser Wood Siding is here to make the process as simple as possible. Their beautiful pre-finished wood siding is made using high-quality PEFC certified Canadian softwood, and it's available in 17 profiles in unlimited colors. Supplied by the global leader in paints, Sherwin-Williams. With distribution all over Canada, USA, and Europe, Fraser Wood Siding can help you achieve your desired look no matter the style. Visit their website, www.fraserwoodsiding.com, and check out their products online. You can even request a sample directly from the website. Simply click the request a sample link and fill in your information and your sample will arrive in just a few days. Fraser Wood Siding, get inspired. And, you know, if we do all the right things and we support, you know, and we stand behind our product all the way from landing on your doorstep and we put it on the wall and looks great for a number of years. And if there's any questions, you reach out to us and we try to answer those questions as quickly and timely as possible. But, you know, to the contractor and the architect, to your point earlier, like, we support them. We want to make sure they feel supported. We want to make sure they feel that they're listened to um, and that we're doing all the right things from a manufacturer to, you know, make sure everyone's happy. At the end of the day, it's Fraser Wood Siding on their home. And, you know, when everyone is gone at the end of the day and it's just that product standing on the wall, you know, is if the customer is happy at the end of the day with it, then... I think we've done a pretty good job. Do you get a chance, Grant, to visit some projects? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Or yeah, day and day because I guess that you're busy enough. But the thing is, yeah, it's difficult, I guess. But it's nice to get back onto the job sites and see a completed project. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I love going to job sites. We, I don't get to do it as much as I'd like to, um, but I love every time I go onto a job site. You you look at it and you go, wow, it's you know it looks really good after you know ten years. We get customers that are call us and. You know, they say it's been on their home for 15 years or whatever, and they're looking at doing a restain now. And Or some people just say it looks as good as it did, you know, the day it went up. They're thrilled with it. And we see people at Cottage Life Show. You know, here is a show in the Toronto area that yeah. we do every year. Yeah. Every year, cottage owners come up to us, and, you know, they say, you know, we've had this product on, on our home for years, and it looks great. Can I get some more touch-up? Or, you know, I have these questions. What can I do? Or I'm looking at adding on maybe they're putting on a shed or a garage and they want to match the paint and you know so we we try to we we love talking to people about our products so yeah yeah i wanted to ask you about um 
let's get into a little bit of maintenance, mm. right? Because obviously after it's done, I, I love educated homeowners and educated tradespeople understanding that you build a home, you build a structure. It's not going to stay perfect for yeah. the life of that structure that eventually if you maintain it, it will last a lot longer, but at some point you will have to repaint it. Yep. But general maintenance, what are you guys recommending for everybody? Yeah. I see, I'm, I'm so glad we're talking about this because you know, we, it's always nice to talk about the good, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you, and you'd like to just kind of be able to, you know, stay away from the things that are a little bit of a, of an uncomfortable conversation. Our, our product is not a maintenance free yeah. product, right? I mean, I'm not sure how many products that are out there that are, but you know, ours has some maintenance to it. Even though we've got a great warranty, um, there's still maintenance has to be done. It's not a lot, right? So we tell people at the, you know, in the springtime, as you know, things start to warm up a little bit and you start to see, you know, this, you know, sky's getting a little bit warmer or sorry, the sun's coming out, the weather's a little bit warmer. Walk around your house and take a look. You know, one thing that's not covered under a warranty on Fraser wood siding is um, not adhesion, right? So knots are just so hard, you know, and, and paint doesn't adhere to that um, as much as it does the rest of the board. So periodically you may see a knot to start have the paint to laminate. And when you start seeing that, use the touch up paint that we provide and just touch it up once a year and and that's it. You know, it's me personally I would it's character to me. Yeah. I don't that's just me. Yeah. Right. But I, I see what you're saying that a lot of homeowners might think, uh, oh, it looks like a blemish. It's kind yeah. of standing out now. Yeah. I want it to blend in. So yeah. it's just literally a touch up. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. So and, and it's easy to do, you know, literally we, we supply touch of paint with all the orders that go out, um, you know, and there's usually enough left over at the end to do any touch up for a couple of years. Um, just touch it up. And if you, if you do it every year, then after five or six years, you know, you don't come out there in the springtime and you look at your house you know, with a, more of these knots, you know, kind of standing out a little bit and maybe looking a little bit unsightly. But general maintenance, I guess, over the years, it depends on where you live and I guess how much vehicle uh, congestion there might be near your home because that's what causes, I guess, dust and grime and build up on it. Yeah. And I mean, we're literally, are we getting as simple as just hosing it down and washing it down kind of thing? From a cleaning standpoint, yeah, yeah, you know, a soft brush, you know, a gentle detergent. Um, Don't use a power washer. No, no, no. You don't want to do that. So, but you know, from a... From a maintenance standpoint, you know, the, the dust and the grime, I mean, you get that pollen, you know, even in cottage country as well. I mean, it builds up. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing you're going to find, you know, is your, your westerly and southern exposures, you know, you might see, just might start to fade a little bit quicker than, especially with a darker color, right? So, but um, other than that, you know, do but the touch ups. fading into a color that you actually like at that point, right? Could be. Right. Yeah, it could be. That's just the, I go back to the weathered. It's, I think I would appreciate that. That is, yeah. The, the product's still solid. Everything's still fine. There's no damages. There's no uh, failures or what have you. It's just the colors fading. But yeah, I guess Grant, like at some point there is going to be a repaint. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I mean, has that been? A, that's not a challenging. That's just you get painters come in, and as long as you get the right product, speaking to you guys, obviously making the recommendation. Yeah, we always recommend Sherwin. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you use a high quality exterior paint. Sherwin has a number, but if, you know, if they like a competition's color better or it's more accessible, that's fine. Just use high, high-end exterior paint. 
you know, that's good. There might be an opportunity to actually change the color of the house. That's exactly, you know, especially with some of the colors, you know, like if we look at our semi-transparent colors, yeah. which are a little bit lighter, you know, and don't really have as long of a warranty, you know, from, uh, from uh, an overall perspective, they might look at that and go, okay, well, yeah, maybe I don't like a, a lighter wood tone. I want to go with a darker color. That might be something they can that they can consider. But is it, again, you recommend, well, you wouldn't recommend, but find a reputable painter. Absolutely. That yeah. could take it, has done it before, understands the prep involved, and possibly if they have to touch up or repair or do some sort of, I mean, there's always going to be caulking yep. that you're going to have to address as well too. But mm-hmm. there's that's just that's just the nature of that product and the nature of that home. Right. right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So again, conversations. Conversations, you know, make sure you always, you know, talk to the right contractor Chances are if you call someone on Monday and they're available to be there on Wednesday. That's not the right contract. Maybe not. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, there's good guys that are out there that are, yeah. you know, you might luck out to that, but. They know. might talk to you. You might have a conversation. Yeah. They might be in the neighborhood and stop by and say hello, but they won't get to it until a certain point. Yeah. But I don't think that the, the house is going to fail while you're waiting for That's the right, right. contract. Yeah. I think the moment that you're ready to go and you want to do a repaint, you're still months away from actually securing someone that's proper to do it. Yeah. And then focus on that. And get Much it like the planning process, you yeah. know, and buying it, you know, you're, you know, you're talking to guys to make sure that they can come out and do it. And you're not sure what the color is going to look like anyway. So, you know, you might be looking at a, a different color. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting close to the end here, Grant, and I'm just mm. trying to figure out, I think we touched upon a lot of stuff and is there anything that you want to bring up just as we wrap it up? Yeah, I think we covered off a lot of good things. I mean, you know, for us, um, you know, we just want to make sure we get the message out there that uh, all of our different customer demographics, be it homeowner, architect, builder, installer, uh, are aware of our products. Um, you know, we'd love to talk to them about projects that are coming up. Um, yeah, we're always looking for, you know, for new ways to, you know, find and reach customers. And I'm glad we're able to come in and have a conversation yeah. with you and, uh and um, yeah, it's it's the first I, time I we've done this. I just love seeing so. the quality, and yeah. I think that anybody that's interested is going down this path. Or even if you're, listen, I'm a brick guy as well too. It's just like, but there's certain homes that just will go this route and makes a lot more sense at that mm-hmm. point. But I mean, by all means, reach out to them, have a sample, take a look at it, consider it. And I love that you guys are so aware of what the market is looking at like what the market is considering today, what you guys are considering for tomorrow, you're trying to figure out. And it's nice that you guys have thoughts in Europe, you have thoughts in the US and you have thoughts in Canada. So you're getting such a huge cross-section of homeowners and tradespeople giving you input. Mm -hmm. So you guys start looking at what your products are going to look like five years, 10 years, 20 years from now. You bet. It's going to help because now you're going to start having some great products. And I know off mic, you've shared some thought about another product that hopefully I get to see in the near future. Uh, And I definitely agree with you. It's a smart idea. It's a wonderful idea. So I, I'm very respectful of companies that are, are thinking this way because it only benefits the industry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Ultimately it benefits the client. Yep. And, you know, we just try to, you know, put our best foot forward out there so that people know that, you know, we do make a great product. Um, and, you know, relationship is, is important. And I think that as someone is looking for a product for their home, you know, that they know a little bit more about the company itself. And, you know, I'm glad that we're able to share not only, you know, kind of how we manufacture and all the different products that we have, but, you know, you can meet some of the people on our team as well. And, you know, hopefully we've, we've been able to articulate a little bit about who we are and what we do and a little bit more of a understanding of the 
business itself. We're not just a, a name out there. We actually have people that, you know, really care about the, really care about the product that we put out. And, um, you know, we have, we have a lot of passion into our business and we hope it shows in the product that we make. It totally does. It totally yeah. does. I, I do want to say one thing for anybody that's purchasing the product and, a, and, um, a general contractor is considering purchasing the product and using it on a project, add a little bit more product, not for the contingency of just actually the structure, add it. So then your shed could match your house. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a great idea. I'm yeah. just saying it's not a bad idea to actually have a shed that matches the house Yeah, or your tree house can match the house. Yeah. Like it's not a bad idea. Just get a little bit, maybe 10, 15% more and then use that material or even use the offcuts. And start building it and use it for a shed, use it for a treehouse, use it for yeah. a doghouse. I'm just saying these are this is what the show does to me. It just it gets me these ideas and I just throw them out there and hopefully people will do them and work yeah. on them and share those ideas from there. It's funny you say that. Uh, just a you know kind of a side note. Um, uh, our our new president of the company um, is a is a is a younger gentleman like in the grand scheme of things. You know, like he's not like he's twenty, but Grant, everybody's younger you know, than us. <laughs> and uh, and he's got a young family, and uh, and he was telling me a story last week about how he's. Um, know he's he's got a cottage and so he's bought all his product you know he's he's put fraser on his house and he's put fraser on his mother's house and he's got this material left over so what's he doing he's putting on his kid's tree house and, <laughs> and i laugh because he's it's exactly what you were just it's saying brilliant. it's yeah. totally brilliant yeah. to do that yeah. so that's why i'm just don't fact don't forget that factor yeah you bet right? yeah so yeah all right i got the two to ten questions for you but i just want to let everybody know grant here uh fraser wood siding fraser wood siding uh, dot com ig is fraser siding and numbers to reach them is 506-736-6990 and then one triple eight four five seven three eight nine eight and then also your email to reach you is gcowx at fraser dot com you ready for these questions yeah Sure. They're not citing questions. Well, they can be. Uh-oh. They can be. What everyday sound brings you joy? Laughter. What's your favorite beverage? Yeah, water. Yeah. What's your least favorite tool? Least favorite tool? It doesn't have to be like construction related. It could be any tool in life. Oh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. could be any tool in life. Um, yeah, I'd say probably a hacksaw. They're almost useless these days. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many things out there that you can use and you can keep it straighter than a hacksaw. I still have one. I have three. And maybe that's why I hate it because every time Is I it look for it. you couldn't find the first That's exactly one? it, you had to yeah. Buy the third one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what turns you on creatively? Uh, ideas, yeah. Just, uh, you know, looking at what people are, are doing out there. Just, yeah, just free thinking. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, what word or concept do you find overused? That being said. Yeah. That being said. Yeah. I don't like that one. Not either. a fan of that. Yeah, it's like kind of redundant, right? Uh, that being said. That being said. Uh, your favorite curse word. <laughs> can I say it on the air? Well, you can say it. It's up to you. But I mean, we've been keeping this show clean. So that one question, I usually let everybody pass if they don't want to share. It yeah. Me. I think everyone knows it. it's, yeah. The go-to. Yeah, the go-to. The go-to. Yeah. What's your yeah. favorite vehicle in the entire world? Oh, I love my motorcycles. What do you got? I, I, ride, I ride a cruiser. Uh, so um, I've got a Roadstar, um, but I love the Indian motorcycles. Absolutely love the Indian motorcycles. I liked it when they relaunched them back in the late 90s. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job of 
keeping the character, keeping you the bet. heritage. Yeah, that whole flair, you know, the somebody knew what they were doing by redoing that bike. Yeah. 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 And it's they nice. and they've and they've carved their way into this, you know, new little I shouldn't say new, this this air this area where Harley's kinda had their they you owned know, it. Yeah. And now Indians kinda come in and, you know, they've got these great products out there and they look different and you can still punch them up a little bit with a little bit more throaty mufflers and yeah i i love it and they look different yeah you know that's yeah. nice uh but you, i am also a fan of having a motorcycle for every day you know I'm some days way. i'm not at that point where i think that uh people ask you how many bikes do you do you need in your life i go how many days in the week yeah, are there i need seven like i'm yeah. sorry you need seven bikes yeah. i'm pretty sure that it'll be easy for me to get to seven bikes of different types of bikes yeah yeah. Right. I could totally pull off seven of them. Yeah. I don't know how many times I'm riding along and I see a, a dirt road somewhere. I'm like, oh, that'd be a nice ride. Yeah. You know, you can't do it on a 700 pound cruiser. Right. So but you can, but I don't know you how can, long yeah. you'll do it. Yeah. For yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you miss from your childhood? Uh, yeah, probably just the freedom and the, you know, at what point do you kind of grow up and you go, when did you stop running everywhere? When the first bill shows up. Yeah, you know, just like the that free lifestyle, you know, you laughed at everything and everything was just worry-free. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Uh, if you could master a skill outside of your own expertise, what would it be? Yeah, you know, you always try to be a better parent, you know, so probably, probably that. Okay. Yeah. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at those pearly gates? <laughs> you you did what, Grant? What did you do? <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> but welcome anyway. <laughs> He's not even aware of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, absolute pleasure having you in the show awesome. and, and Thanks. educating everybody here about the products. Yeah. It's, a, it's a solid quality product, honestly. And uh, I would love to install it on a project. And it just, you could see it. You could totally see it. I appreciate the time and the, and the vehicle to, you know, talk about our products. I enjoyed the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. I'll yeah. bump into you at the TBS because I'll awesome. be there. I'm actually guest speaking at one of the, the events there for colleges and institutes. Okay. Uh, they're having a panel and they invited me in there to talk about uh, labor shortage of all things, which is a huge topic in our industry. Isn't it though? Almost every year. I don't yep. think ever since I got into the industry that it hasn't been a topic. So yeah, I'll be sharing my thoughts on a 90 minute conversation with, three other i think guests that are going to be there so we'll have to catch it no no i'll bump into you guys yeah. I'll, I'll check out the booth and everybody and i encourage everybody to go out there and the booth number again was 231 231 all right grant thank you so much again and let me just share the deets again fraser wood siding triple w fraser on ig it's fraser siding and then the numbers to reach them is 506-736-6990 and also the toll free which is 1-888-457-3898 and your email is gcowx at fraserwoodsiding.com com that's it thanks manny thanks Rick. appreciate it yeah appreciate it Angelina, thank you we're out of here